we're really big believers that every store should have a staging environment and a production environment. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, welcoming back to the show. I think this is the first time I've had someone on twice. I may be wrong. Honestly, I don't prepare for these very well. So who cares? Anyways, <laughs> let's welcome back to the show, Mike Potter, the CEO of Rewind. And I'm sure you guys are very familiar with their awesome product. Mike, welcome back to the show. Hey, Chase. Nice to see you again. Absolutely. So let's, you know, without further ado, let's kind of just get into it. Uh, this is going to come out probably right before one of the biggest shopping seasons of all Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, especially with what's going on now in the world. Uh, how, how are you guys over there at Rewind kind of helping to prepare people for that? What are you telling people to do? Uh, let's kind of just dive into Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeah. So we're, we're recording this. I don't know. Yeah, if we say I, let everyone know I'm very 30th? prepared. I mean, I'm, I get this one done very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what are we seeing these days, right? I think there's a couple of announcements lately that... Uh, Best Buy and Walmart are shutting down uh, Black Friday, Thanksgiving sales in store this year. Um, they're already preparing. So a lot of that stuff is going to be moving online, mm -hmm. right? I mean, people still have Christmas gifts to buy. Um, who knows what the economy will look like you know, in, in four months or so. Um, but at the end of the day, that tends to be the busiest shopping day of the year. And, um, and I think they're, we're looking to see um, a real increase from an e-commerce perspective that shopping has to get done somewhere. And so if those large retailers are closing their physical stores, all that stuff we expect to be moving online. Um, so what are, we, you know, what are we working on to, to help merchants? Um, last year, we had a Black Friday, Cyber Monday ebook that went out. We're working on a revised version of that. Uh, from a product perspective, um, we make sure that the product works and protects people's stores over the course of that period of time. Um, you know, it tends to be the most important time of the year. It's actually an interesting story because one of our first customers, when we launched this product five years ago, um, doing backups for Shopify, we had one of our customers who lost their store right around that time, right around um, Thanksgiving uh, in the US, and you know, called us in a panic. Like, you know, I just lost every product's been deleted from my store. Can you help me out? And sure enough, he was able to use Rewind to bring back his entire store. So we tend to um, up our support game around that time and make sure that if something does happen to customers, that we're able to recover their data as quickly as possible. Yeah, I feel like with uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, people are probably updating their store, changing their content, you know, uh, changing the messaging that's on their home pages and whatnot, probably more than they do the rest of the year combined. Like it's there's just so many things that are iterating so fast during that time. Uh, so having having something this is going to sound like an ad for rewind, which is it's truly not, but it's like you know having the ability to kind of just like click a button and revert back if you make a a big whoopsie is like it's something that needs to kind of be in place to make sure that you can essentially work smarter. You know, it comes down to the time management of it. Like you can always recreate that effort, but like 
we have computers these days. Why not just click a button and go back to where you started? Yeah, and you've got, you know, I mean, there's a time crunch on that uh, at that time as well, right? So yeah, you can do it all manually for sure, like you said. But um, the majority of those sales are happening, you know, Friday and Monday of that weekend. And so you don't have a lot of time. Um, you know, so like you said, if you're, if you're changing stuff, you're changing your prices on that Thursday night, something goes wrong and it's going to take you, you know, a couple of hours or, or days to fix your prices back. You really don't have, you don't have that time. You know, you need to be ready to go on Friday, um, or, or Thursday, whenever, whenever, when it opens up or on the Monday. I hope everyone listening isn't doing it that Thursday. You should have your plan in place well before. You shouldn't be goofing around with your store around that time, making any big crazy changes. The only thing you should be changing in your store at that time is like your marketing message. I, I hope. You shouldn't have any big features launching or anything like that. You should have all that stuff tested and vetted well before. Good point on the tested, right? And, and I think what we, do, what we see some of our customers doing, what we end up doing um, is we end up with what we call a code freeze going into like mid-November. So as of, I think it's like the 15th for us, we really don't make any more changes to the product. Um, we freeze the code so that we're not putting out um, a change that's going to impact something, right? So we're testing everything heavily before it goes out on the 15th. And we say, okay, it's, not, it's just not worth the risk right now to put out any new code out into the world and have the potential of something happening. So super important. I think we've seen some e-commerce businesses do that as well. And then your point about testing, I think is a great one, right? So I, we're really big believers that every store should have a staging environment and a production environment. You should have two of them, especially if you're on you know, Shopify Plus or on, on big commerce from an enterprise standpoint. Um, any store that is, that is on those platforms has the ability to create multiple stores at no charge. So if you're on Shopify Plus and you haven't got a staging site, there's really no excuse for it. There's absolutely no cost. Um, it's fairly easy to set up. We've got another app called Replay that can help um, actually sync the data between the two stores. But you really should be staging your content before it goes live. And you practice, you know, you go through that deployment, you look like, okay, here are the changes that we want to make. You do that on your staging site. And then when the time comes, you're like, okay, let's just replicate it to production. We've already tested it on our staging site. We know that what we're going to do is not going to um, mess things up drastically on our production site. I think that's my biggest pet peeve in my biggest like grime with with Shopify, and I brought this up at uh, Unite and you know some of the other conferences where we we meet with the product team at Shopify, and we're like, why don't you guys have a staging environment? Like it is insane. Uh, like WordPress is where my background was before I went to Shopify, and like it was like just no brainer. You build a website, you build the staging environment first, and then you push it live. Is like that was what I was doing back then when I was working with WordPress, and then you jump over into e-commerce where you're dealing with dollars and cents. Like real money is on the line here, and there isn't a staging environment. It was just such a odd thing about Shopify. Obviously, everyone essentially just has a duplicated store is how they deal with it. You know that it's the status quo, but it's like why isn't there a staging environment for this? monolith of e-commerce. So I think that is probably one of my biggest issues with the Shopify product. Obviously I love it, but I was like why isn't why doesn't this exist? Like this is something that needs to happen. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio helps brands deliver more personalized digital marketing experiences via email, SMS messages, social ads and more. And since it's all driven by real-time e-commerce data, you can make sure every interaction feels more relevant. 
When you have a 360-degree view of the customer, the growth possibilities are endless. Visit Clavio.com to schedule a demo. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Yeah. If you're on Plus, you get that second store for free. I'd say even if you're not on Shopify Plus, you might want to consider just signing up for a second store to copy your existing store. You know, in the October timeframe, September, October timeframe, you have to pay for a few months, sure. Um, but it's probably well worth the investment to pay an extra few hundred dollars to you know, make sure that when you make that change on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah, I I think that your development team will love you for it as well, just because mm-hmm. when you're talking about like features, so like bundling or or you know anything any more like advanced upsell, cross sell, like customizations that you're going to make to your store, you can't really test those without the data that you need from like an actual store and doing it live. Like you can obviously do it on like some test pages and like it won't technically be live unless someone stumbles upon it. like there's so many like issues with like doing these things it's 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 goofy and that's why I truly recommend working with an agency that knows what they're doing in the Shopify ecosystem because there's so many just goofy things that you have to like account for when dealing with like a platform like Shopify but uh yeah just going back to it having kind of like a, a dev environment when you're testing big features is Definitely something you should do when you when your business has got to the point where like if you're if it's a true business, it's not your side hustle anymore. You need a you need a dev environment for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Awesome. So I think we just beat home the point about dev environments, making sure that you have all your stuff backed up. Yeah. Um there you guys released recently. Well, this is recently, we're at the end of July here, but you guys had a 2020 data protection survey. Um, obviously, people can find that on the website if they're like curious to see the results of that. But what's kind of the what were the big uh, big things that you guys learned there? What was some of the cool stuff that you want to share? Yeah, I think you know we we went about the survey because we wanted to talk to our customers to see um, how prevalent is data loss. Like one of the things that we often hear with Rewind is. Um, you know, the odds of that happening to me are really low. I'm, I'm not going to... I haven't heard of people losing data on Shopify. Um, I've been on Shopify for a long time. I've never lost data. Um, so we wanted to get a sense of how often is this happening to customers and to really try and get into their mindset before they had that backup strategy in place. Turns out uh, up to 60% of people who replied said that they were doing nothing to protect their store before they got rewind, which was to us like absolutely crazy, right? You're running a real business, and so many are are really not looking at data security as a as an important factor in running that business. So if you're running this online store, you really need to make sure that your data is protected, that your site's protected. Certainly, we recommend having a backup, but you know, going back to just on your login, for instance, making sure you're using a secure password. You shouldn't use the same password that you use for your Shopify store for any other online accounts that you have. You should make sure that um, it's a secure password. It's strong. Ideally, you can't remember it, which is why we recommend using a password manager like 1Password or LastPass or something like that. That's the first step to making sure that your account is protected. There's something called two-factor authentication that you can add to your Shopify store as well, um, or your Shopify account, I should say. 
So enabling what's called two-factor authentication. That's when you log in and they send you a text message with a six-digit code that you have to enter in. Another great way of protecting your store. Um, on the apps that you're installing, making sure that the apps are vetted um, before you install them. You know, you talked earlier about um, making sure that you're working with like a reputable agency. That reputable agency should have a list of apps that they recommend to you that's been vetted. Um, going in and going through the app store and just installing apps at will is a bit of a risky proposition. You never know uh, what those apps m- might be doing and what data they have access um, to. So certainly doing a bit of rip, uh, a bit of investigation before installing the apps. And then obviously, as a last resort, making sure that you've got a backup of your data just in case you know something happens. But I think what was really most surprising to us was how many people were running their store in what we would call like an unprotected way. They had no real policies in place before getting rewind. They had no backup strategy in place. That, that to us was really eye-opening. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh, when you're essentially attaching your livelihood to a bunch of zeros and ones, you know what I mean? Let's call it what it is. It's, it's just a bunch of code. If you don't have that backed up and just having that peace of mind in place, it's, that's wild to me. Especially once you, you know, approach, you know, millions of dollars which when you put the effort in and you give have a product that works like it's not hard to hit that million dollar point it's very doable it's wild if you're not protecting kind of you should uh, you should address an online store the same way that you would address it brick and mortar like this is your presence this is how you're interacting with your customers you should invest in it like it's a physical building um that's something that my project manager likes to bring up all the time it's like Hey, like, don't think about this as like you know, it's just like a a piece of doing business. Like, this is your front facing effort. Like, this is how you're going to win new business. Like, you should invest in it like it's a physical entity. Uh, he always likes to point out when customers are. I mean, this might sound like I'm complaining, but like, it's like when you're penny pinching when it comes to like building out custom features or doing what needs to be done to get the user experience to a place where it needs to be. It's like you have to make those investments. Like this is the only thing that your customer is interacting with. Like you got to make sure that you're on point. Yeah, I mean your online store, especially these days, your online store is it. Want to get each new episode of Honest E-commerce sent straight to your phone? Join our VIP texting list for updates on new episodes and exclusive deals from our partners. Text Honest VIP. That's H O N E S T V I P to seven two five nine nine to join. By the way, we're powering our text messages with PostScript, the number one text message marketing app for Shopify stores. Check out the show notes for a link to install PostScript for free today. Right, it's the only time that customers get to interact with you. I'm a big I'm a huge believer in the importance of user experience. And I think especially online when people have it's just so easy for people to open another browser tab and go to a different website, um, either to you know compare prices or to have a bit better user experience. If there's any frustration at all, I think, in the, in the purchase experience, it's just so easy now for people to go somewhere else, right? And you lose that customer and that bounce rate goes up. Um, so totally agree with you that like, you know, investing in that main presence would be exactly what you do if you were investing in like your physical store should be uh, it should be more important because there's actually more likely there's more likelihood that people are going to come to your online store than your physical store yeah right physical score has a limitation based on how many people are around it 
your online store. Anybody in the world can open it up, find it in the browser and buy from you. Yeah, comparing foot traffic to like online traffic is just like mind boggling. You're gonna get so many more people coming to that store. And it's like yeah. people like to talk about design and brand. It's like, yeah, those things are like so important, but it's hard to put a number behind them. In sometimes it's like it's the impression people get visiting your website. And like I've you know, most people browsing the internet kind of like just do it second nature they're not even thinking about it they just like are like oh this feels like a cheap website or this feels like you know this doesn't feel very trustworthy and it's because you know when you're standing up sites that aren't designed well you know or or people are doing you know the the build outs that don't really know what they're doing it your customers can tell when it feels cheap or when it feels uh just quick or you know, just I, I sometimes I use the term like fly by night. It's like these like standard up weird stores. You, oftentimes, you can kind of attribute them to like the drop shipping type stores where it's just like thrown together real quickly, almost like an internet bodega. Those things won't, aren't going to work moving forward. They hardly work now. You know, if you want to build a real business, you like you got to invest in the experience. You got to feel invest in the look and feel and the the UX, the design. Like you have to. Yeah, I think you got to invest the whole way through. Right? It's um such a unique time these days where there's so much business being done online. And like I said, the, the competition level I think is extremely high. Um, but you've got this really unique time where you can really acquire a bunch of new customers that could stay with you for the long run or end up leaving you depending on what the experience is like buying from your store. If it's a great experience, you deliver a great product at a, at a, you know, at a really fair price. Um, I think they're going to come back to you and they're going to remember that experience. But we've had good experiences, my wife and I, and some of the stuff that we've bought. And we've had really, really bad experiences as well. Um, and not only from the bad experiences, not only from the smaller brands, but some of the larger brands that you might not expect that you think would have you know, their stuff together. Um, they've just completely missed the boat, I think, from this transition to e-commerce. So you've, there's just, right now, there's this real unique period of time where the, the amount of sales that are going on online is going through the roof. Shopify just released their financials the other day showing that exact thing. I think their year-over-year growth was like 100% year-over-year, fastest growth they've seen um, in a number of years. And if you're not ready to provide your customers with a great experience, they may buy once from you. But that's not how you build one of those businesses that you're talking about, right? You need repeat customers. You need to give them a great experience. Yep. You need to make sure that when they're shipping their order, you know the customer knows when the order is going to arrive, how long it's going to take, uh, when they get the order, what's that experience looks like from an unboxing standpoint. I think all of that stuff is super important. And um, you know, we saw we saw a lot of this in that survey that we did of just how important how important the customer experience was, but also how important the you know the structure of the store was and, and all the data that they've got behind it. Let's be honest today, all of your customers are going to have questions. And what are you doing to manage all those questions? Do you have a help desk for your business? One of our sponsors of today's episode is Gorgeous. And Gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce. It integrates seamlessly with Shopify. We have installed it on a bunch of stores. It's also used by brands like Movement and Rothy's. And what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information, brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. 
If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free. Yeah, I brought this up a few times, but it's just like the market penetration of e-commerce and especially with what's going on this year and the stores not doing in-store uh, promotions for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, like it's going to be huge. Like the numbers are going to be mind-boggling. It's going to just skew the charts in 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 terms of looking at the historical data. Like this is going to be one for the books for e-commerce this this holiday season. So it, you need to have everything in place. You need to be ready to go. You need to make sure that you have a plan. Yeah, yeah. You better make sure you've got a plan to handle the traffic, to provide that great experience, to make sure that customers are buying products that are in stock that can be shipped quickly. Um, you know, like I said, that, that your data is protected. I think the other thing we saw from the survey that was really surprising was just how many people ended up losing data. So in the survey that we had, you know, 25% of people ended up losing data at some point and one in 10 customers actually couldn't recover any data at all. So, you know, making sure you've got that plan in place of like, okay, if this happens, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle that? And you should think about that from both a, a negative connotation of like, okay, if this disaster happened to us, what are we going to do? But also in the positive connotation, right? Of like, okay, if we had this influx of orders, can we, can we handle that? Can we ship them out on time? Can we get those products out to customers? Because like I said... It's a really unique opportunity that's coming up where you're going to have an influx of customers. If you provide an amazing experience to them, you ship the product on time as described at a, you know, at a reasonable rate, then those customers are going to come back. They'll come back throughout 2021. They'll come back for Christmas in 2021. Um, and that's the way you build a real long-term business. So yeah, think of the, think of the plan from a disaster standpoint, but also think of it from a, like, wow, what if we're super successful standpoint? Are we going to be able to give that customer experience that, um, that we need to, you know, fulfilling orders on time properly to make sure that those customers come back next year? Yeah, that's so true. And I mean, it just goes back to the basics of building a business 101. It's so much easier to sell to someone that's already bought from you. So you want to make sure that experience yeah. is amazing and they want to come back and buy that next product from you and just keep it going. Cause then, you know, Especially e-commerce is just nuts because uh, it's getting so competitive, and the cost of customer acquisition these days is through the roof. Everyone's jumping into paid media, and if you don't have a good experience, people aren't going to come back to your store, and they're not going to buy from you again. And then it's getting wild to at some points, like acquiring a new customer might be a loss leader in the future. You might have to pay. And just hope that people are going to be in it for the long haul, and you've got a your lifetime value is going to be more than your first purchase. Right? Yeah, totally see that happening. Right? I think you're right. Like, yeah, I think what were they saying? The the e-commerce transactions that are being done now are what they expected to have happened in like 2030. Yeah, right. It's been accelerated like 10 years. Yeah, COVID just just jumped it, and it's it's insane. Right. So you've got this like massive increase of of e-commerce traffic, um, all fighting for the same. Um, ad placements. And you're right. So cost of acquisitions going up. I don't see that changing. Um, I don't see, I, you know, I don't see those costs going down. So you're right, you're gonna have to figure this out. How are you going to move? Um, how are you going to move that needle to make sure that the financial metrics work? Uh, I think it's a real important challenge for business owners. 
Yeah, d- the financials behind scaling are insane. And that's essentially the hard truth in conversation that any agency or you know or consultant that's going to have with someone that's like all right you got to know your numbers before you can talk about scaling it's like what is your true profit on these products like you got to include like transaction fees from whatever service you're using overhead you got to include your shipping if it's free shipping like you got to look at all that stuff uh and just be like what can i afford to spend to bring in a new business you know to bring in new business to bring in a new customer it's it's pretty wild you got to know the numbers yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, to kind of wrap things up here, you guys are working on uh, a revised version of your Black Friday, Cyber Monday ebook. Uh, and it will probably be out when this is out. So if you're listening now, go look for it. Where should I look for this book? Yeah, so it'll be on the on rewind.com. So you can go to our website at rewind.com. Um, and it should be front page right there to download the ebook for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And what what are the what are what am I going to learn with this book? What like what are the what's inside of it? Yeah, I mean we've got lots of tips and tricks from a bunch of different partners on how, you know how to handle your store, whether that be from a shipping perspective, whether it be from a promotions perspective, from a pricing perspective, from obviously from a data protection standpoint. So we work with a bunch of partners to bring in all the information that we feel like merchants need to know in order to um, really properly execute a Black Friday Cyber Monday um, campaign. So, you know, it's not, it's not focused on us. It's really focused on the merchants, making sure that they've got information from, like I said, a bunch of different partners across the whole um, store uh, business, if you will, across all the different parts of the business that need to be taken care of for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So, you know, totally full of great um, tips and tricks, whether it be from shipping perspective, whether it be from data protection perspective, said marketing perspective, pricing, etc. Um, yeah, so that, that's, that's what's included in the book this year. Awesome. Mike, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Is there anything that you want to part with? Uh, no, I think we, we touched on it all. I think, you know, like we said, the, the, the biggest thing that we were surprised with from the survey perspective was just how many people were unprepared for that disaster. And I think the points that you made around making sure that they're properly planning for Black Friday and Cyber Monday are super important. And, you know, if people are, uh, Looking for a great backup solution, we think Rewind is the best one that's out there. But even if uh, even if they for some reason don't choose us, make sure that you've got your store protected. Like we said, you know, make sure you're using unique passwords. Make sure you're vetting the apps that you're installing. Um, make sure that you're limiting the the access to the system to only the employees that need it. Do just some basic best practices from a security perspective to make sure your business is safe. Awesome, that's great advice. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Chase. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.